Hello, welcome to Baby Boomer Tales Christmas Edition. My name is Jim. The first time the birth of Jesus was attributed to December 25th was in the 4th century. Saint Nicholas also lived in the 4th century and he was a bishop in Asia Minor. He is a patron saint of children, of all things. The German word Christkindl, which means Christ child, eventually turned into Kris Kringle. Santa Claus was generally thought of as an elf until a 1931 Coca-Cola advertising campaign which portrayed him as human size. Whatever human size is, I guess you know. Christmas was declared a federal holiday in the U.S. in 1870. In 1822, Episcopal minister Clement Clark Moore wrote the night before Christmas. Each year, 25 to 30 million real Christmas trees are sold in the United States. In the Middle Ages, Christmas celebrations were rowdy and kind of like uh, Mardi Gras, if you can even imagine. The Salvation Army began sending Santa Claus-clad bell ringers out to ring their bell and collect some money for the Salvation Army in the 1890s. Here are some dates that Christmas songs were written. Joy to the World, 1719. Hark the Herald Angels Sing, 1739. God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, 1760. The Twelve Days of Christmas, 1780. The First Noel, 1823. I Saw Three Ships Come Sailing In, 1833. O Holy Night, 1847. It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, 1849. Jingle Bells, and we discussed this on our Thanksgiving episode. It was written in 1857. Angels We Have Heard on High, 1862. We Three Kings of Orient Are, 1863. Go Tell It on the Mountain, 1865. What Child Is This, 1865. O Little Town of Bethlehem, 1867. Away in a Manger, 1882. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yeah, that's a Christmas song, 1949. Silver Bells, 1950. The Little Drummer Boy, 1957. Do You Hear What I Hear, 1962. Some different Christmas traditions from around the world. Christmas piñatas are tied to Mexico. A German tradition is the Christmas pickle. I know that sounds weird. There's an ornament that looks like a big old pickle you put on the tree and whoever can find that pickle on Christmas morning gets da -da -da, a bonus, an extra gift. In Iceland they exchange books 
and read during Christmas Day. Poland has the Christmas star. You really can't start eating Christmas dinner until someone spots the first star of night, the Christmas star. In Ukraine, they have a 12-course dinner. The 12 courses are because of the 12 apostles of Jesus Christ. Costa Rica, instead of poinsettias, they give Christmas orchids. In England, they leave mince pies. A mince pie is a little bitty pie filled with some sort of fruit. Well, they leave these mince pies for Santa instead of cookies. Now, if I'm correct, the English call crackers cookies. So Santa probably had to put the word out he wanted these little mince pies instead. Who wants a cracker in milk? Also in England, they say Happy Christmas instead of Merry Christmas. In the Netherlands, kids leave their shoes by the fire, not like we do with our stockings on the mantle. In the U.S., we eat turkey or ham usually for Christmas dinner. In Mexico, and this may be one of my favorite traditions from around the globe, they eat tamales. All right. My favorite Christmas movies, in order, that's number one is my favorite. I did ten of them, so ten is my tenth favorite. Number one, Christmas with the Cranks. It's a movie, a takeoff on the book by John Grisham called Skipping Christmas. Number two, It's a Wonderful Life. Jimmy Stewart, all-time classic. Number three, Home Alone. Yeah, you think you wouldn't leave the kids alone. Number four, Elf. After this movie, everyone should believe in Santa and the elves, right? Number five, A Christmas Story. You can't have a BB gun, you'll shoot your eye out. Number six, A Charlie Brown Christmas. What endears me to this one is Linus tells the Christmas story right in the middle of the flick. Tremendous. Number seven, Christmas Vacation. Good old Clark Griswold. Number eight, Prancer. Has Sam Elliott in it. It's a good movie. Not many people know about it, I don't think. Number nine, The Polar Express. This animation almost makes you feel in places that they animated a real person, if you know what I mean. That's pretty darn good. I like it. And number 10, something we all dream about, White Christmas. The best-selling Christmas toys, starting with the decade of 1910, teddy bears, decade of 1920, yo-yos, and tinker toys. The 1930s and 1940s, it was the Red Ryder BB gun and the Slinky. I thought Slinkies were invented when I was a kid, but I wasn't born until 50. The 1950s, though, brought us Legos and the Hula Hoop. The 1960s, Barbie, Etch-A-Sketch, and the Easy Bake Oven. The 1970s, Pong. Remember that video game? 1980s, Rubik's Cubes and Cabbage Patch Kids. The 1990s, Beanie Babies and Tickle Me Elmo. And the 2000s, 
the decade of 2000, Xbox 360, Nintendo Wii, and PlayStation 3. That says something for the way we've evolved right there, doesn't it? When Kim and I started having kids, we had two girls, and they were 13 months apart, so they were very, very close. Once in a while, someone would mistake them for twins, but to me, they didn't look anything alike. One favored me physically, and one favored my wife physically. You know, family resemblance. Well, Kim and I made a decision early on, when the kids were just little bitty, that we would never lie to them. And so when it came time for the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus, we told them the truth in the very best way we knew how. Looking back, maybe I should have told my girls more of the history of Santa Claus, the origins of Santa Claus, how St. Nicholas was the patron saint of children and how that evolved into a children's story but we did tell them what we knew about the giving of gifts and the love of Jesus and everything we could. And maybe there's no way to tell your children that there is no Santa Claus correctly. I don't know. We did our very best. I know that. Looking back, I don't think I've done it any other way. Although I know the wonderment of this jolly fat guy sliding down the chimney eating the cookies that you left there by the tree and leaving you a wonderful present is something a child can really dream about. I think my kids held that against me and possibly they still do. But all I was trying to do was show them that dad and mom would never lie to them as much as it may hurt because we love them so much. I don't know. I know that before we opened our gifts on Christmas morning, we would read the Christmas story and discuss all of that. And it was a special family time, even though Santa Claus was nowhere to be found. The way I see it, when we celebrate Christmas on the morning of December 25th, and most everybody realizes that chances of Jesus being born on the 25th of December are slim to none, but that's okay. It's like you found me in the wilderness and I was a child and you adopted me and raised me and you had to give me some sort of birth date. You probably knew I was like a two-year-old and let's just say this kid was born on August 12th or something. It doesn't matter if the date is wrong or right. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus. But he is no longer a baby. And the miracle of Christmas is not the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. The miracle lies in the conception nine months earlier, and the birth is a result of that miracle. Well, he's no longer a baby lying in a manger. Same way as he's no longer on the cross, the reason we celebrate Easter, you know. The cross is not the miracle of God. Because man took him down from the cross. But he's laid in a tomb. And he rose again. And that is the miracle. The cross represented his love for us. I'm thankful for Christmas. For what it does to the whole world. How we all stop and reflect. All of us. And I know 
that this is a real story. It's not a fairy tale that somebody made up years ago. The Bible in the New Testament tells us that Jesus is our Messiah. That is in Matthew. In Mark, he is our servant king. In Luke, he is the great physician. In John, he is the son of God. In Acts, he is the risen Lord. In Romans, he is our righteousness. In Corinthians, he is our holiness. In Galatians, he is our justification. In Ephesians, he is our perfection. In Philippians, he is our provider. In Colossians, he is our hope. In Thessalonians, he is our coming king. In Timothy, he is our shepherd. In Titus, he is our rewarder. In Philemon, he is our encourager. In Hebrews, he is our high priest. In James, he is our wisdom. In Peter, he is our inheritance. In John, he is our lover. In Jude, he is our warrior. In Revelation, he is the Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. In my heart, he is my friend. Always be kind. Kindness is always the spirit of Christmas. Merry Christmas.